clasped in familiar arms. We came as soon as we heard. Terry's voice was muffled against Carla's neck. Is there anything we can do? Pam asked. How did you? Kate called us, Terry answered. Carla hugged Terry tight and reached out a hand, grateful when Pam took it. I'm glad she did. Just pray. I don't understand any of this. What if... Shh. Terry whispered, don't borrow trouble. Let's go sit with Callie and wait for the doctors. I know you're impatient, but they need time to get the answers you both need. Carla allowed the younger woman to lead her deeper into the waiting area. Callie scrambled to her feet and met her halfway. Years of friendship and shared experiences bound the two women closer than most sisters. They fell into each other's arms. Have they told you anything? Carla whispered. Not yet, Callie answered. Come sit with me. Their hands remained joined as they sat to wait. Pam stepped close and motioned everyone into a circle. You guys come close, let's say a prayer. Carla offered her dark-headed friend a nod of gratitude, watching through a film of anxious tears as Pam gathered everyone together. Pam's husband Harrison, one of Garfield, Oklahoma's dozen practicing lawyers, hurried to her side. Daycare owner Terry Evans, her shaggy brown hair more disheveled than normal, clung to the arm of her husband, Steve, as they joined the circle. Carla's daughter-in-law, Kate, held Nicholas's hand in hers as they took their places. Callie's family scooted into the circle. Carla and Callie stood, arms around each other's waists in physical and emotional support. Everyone joined hands, while Pam led them in prayer. Father, we need your presence in this place. We bring Mitch and Benton to your throne for healing. We don't know anything about their condition, Father, but you know, and you love them even more than we do. We surrender them into your loving hands. Lift Carla and Kelly into your presence. Bring the comfort and the peace that only comes through your spirit. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen sprinkled through the group as they dispersed to find seats. Carla sat back down, Callie's cold hand in hers once more, her head resting against the wall behind her chair. She closed her eyes. Jesus, please, you're all we have right now. Nothing is too big for you. Her foot bounced on the floor, evidence of nerves and impatience. She rested her free hand on her restless leg and willed it to be still. Touch Mitch and Benton. She squeezed Callie's hand. Speak peace to Callie's heart and mine. We, excuse me. Carla's eyes snapped open. It was the nurse working the admissions desk, but her attention was directed at Callie. Mrs. Stillman, your husband's doctor has given permission for you to go back. He's in treatment room, too. Callie scrambled to her feet and hurried down the hall. Carla leaned forward. When can I see Mitch? It shouldn't be too much longer. She hurried away to answer the phone on her desk. Carla settled into the hard plastic chair and tried to find a comfortable position. Footsteps on the tile floor caught her attention. She watched as a trio of people came down the hall from the treatment rooms. Two forty-something women flanked an older man with striking silver hair and sad, downcast eyes. She looked on as they took seats in a row of chairs facing the ones occupied by Carla and her friends.
the women, tears streaming down their faces, leaned their heads on the man's shoulders. He held both their hands while he wept his own tears. Eavesdropping wasn't Carla's intent, but it was impossible not to hear their conversation in the hushed atmosphere of the small space. You girls know that your mother is in a better place. Saying goodbye was hard, but she isn't in pain anymore. His quiet words echoed with emotion. That means a lot. Tears and nods were the only response he received from the women clinging to his sides. It's times like this when death is almost a blessing, he continued. I loved your mother with all my heart. We did our best to make every minute count after her diagnosis. But I have to tell you, it broke my heart to watch her suffer these last few months. She's whole now, and in the arms of her heavenly father. He leaned, first left.